welcome to episode 41 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 8th of May, 2017. I'm Darren, and joining me as always is Terry. Hello, Darren. Good evening, Terry. How are you? Hello. Um, you know, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. How are you? I'm not too bad. I may be on the verge of a cold. <laughs> Again? Oh, what's new? <laughs> I know. What a shock. Um, this, is this is this like my... Uh, so, Terry, what have you been doing? Nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Terry, what have you been doing? Getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I'm just tired. I've got I've got a very old cat that's keeping me awake at night, so... Is that a euphemism? I, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> that is genuinely an 18-year-old cat that goes off like a foghorn at five o'clock in the morning. 18-year-old? <laughs> Jesus. I know. But yeah, so I think I'm just a little rundown as opposed to anything else. It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Um I, I think we need to I think we need to just compartmentalise some of this stuff. So let's just say I'm doing the norm, which just take as read now means I'm doing stuff in the garden, I'm doing more podcasty stuff, and I'm doing okay. a lot of training for Tough Mudder. Okay. So Terry, I've been doing the norm. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, uh, okay. I just thought the I've... interest of time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been doing a lot of the norm? Uh, yes, a lot of them all. I also got the Tough Mudder date wrong as well. Uh, okay. So I think last year when I... Uh, basically, when I when I left Tough Mudder last year, they're like, there you go, it's 25% off. And you're like, brilliant. And it's like, it's sometime in May next year. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it in my calendar for this coming weekend. But now I've actually looked, it's the, it's the weekend after. I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> that could have been dangerous. <laughs> it's, it's still creeping ever so closer. We'll put it this way. By the time we record the next episode, I will have done it. Wow, yeah. that's how things work. Yeah, that's cool. Dates and stuff. Bloody quick. How are you feeling? Are you feeling ready to go? Are you I, feeling yeah. pumped? Yeah, so I've, I've been doing a lot of gym work. I've been doing a lot of running. I'm running um, about, works out about 13, 14 miles a week. I should know this because I keep getting updates constantly still to my to yes. my watch, but yes, you're still hitting that running hard, so. Yeah, it's nice. It's going to be interesting to see what I do once I've done the Tough Mudder, whether I keep it up or whether I dial it down a bit. And just collapse. <laughs> yeah. I need a takeaway. But to be fair, it's it's actually quite nice. Um, now now I can do a steady 8.5k without mm. dying. It's it's actually nice running down all the canal, taking all the scenery. Yeah, it's good. You're just jumping in there just for the shits and giggles and just kind of like jumping back out so you know what to prepare for Tough Mudder. Exactly. Walking exactly. on water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, more like wading in really cold, brown, shitty water. Yeah, that's tough mudder. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah it's all good. Uh, what about yourself? Nothing. Um, no, I had a bit of a trip out to Leeds, did which you, was nice because it's been a while. Did you drive? No. Oh, Terry, you can even get I, out on the back roads. I know, I know. Um, it was more a case of it was a last minute thing and I, I didn't didn't want to. Fair Although enough. I am kind of surgically attached to that car at the moment. However, um, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a nice trip out to Leeds. It's it's been a while of you know visit visiting the comic book shops and mm. kind of finding out what's going on. Bought myself a handsome Jack Pop vinyl figure. Ooh! Finally, to make up my uh, my uh, Borderlands pops, and then they've gone turned around and said that they're, they've announced more Borderlands pop figures, <gasps> and I'm like, Just resist! <laughs> Two Mad Moxes. Two clap. Tra- oh, I've got one Mad Moxie, two clap traps, and a and a handsome Jack. I nice. think there is an alternate like version of 
Mad Moxie, but I know that there's more coming as well, and I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, this is going to turn into the Stranger Things pop finals, which also I have bought some, so... <sighs> it's a sickness. Yeah. It's a sickness. However, unfortunately, I went this this Friday just gone and mistimed uh, free comic book day by one day. Are you joking? No. Uh, my uh, mate of mine had got the dates mixed up and I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure it normally falls on a Saturday, but screw it. And then it was kind of like, oh, it's tomorrow. It's like, oh, oh. So unfortunately, I didn't get any free comic books, which was a bit of a pisser. Oh, However, boom. Huddersfield did have its its like very first big Huddersfield comic convention. Really? Yes, they did. Uh, they had um, the celebs were two of the ca- of the people from uh, Prime Evil. I on ITV. think I remember that. <laughs> Do you remember Hannah from S Club? Yes, she was there. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought too. Uh, it was a dude from Primeval. Apparently one of the guys from The Chase was there as well because when you think comic books, you think an ITV that, you know, That's exactly what I think. Yeah, Game show, yeah, called The Chase. So, you know, you think that. So these uh, super intelligent people reading comic yeah. books is, yeah. is exactly what I think. Exactly, right? They could almost be comic book characters themselves. Well, didn't we see uh, one of the Comic-Cons, uh, Steve... Is it Steve from um, the the the? Oh, st- the dude from Storage Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like c- comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Reasons. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it kind of felt like they had to fill out a chair, and he just happened to be available at the time. But... Right. Okay. But yeah, so Huddersfield had its own comic thing. Um, hilariously, though, uh, the Examiner did report on it. Mm. The Huddersfield Examiner being the local paper for anyone that doesn't actually come from Huddersfield. And uh, had a lovely picture of a guy dressed up as Deadpool. Fantastic. Uh, with uh, a nice caption that said, Spider-Man posing for a picture. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, yep, God bless you, person that wrote that caption. God bless you. Brilliant. Uh, it's the fact that he's holding guns and he's posing with guns and it's like, yeah, Spider-Man posing for a picture. What the actual fuck? Could the person that wrote this do at least a little bit of research into it? But no. No, he didn't. And it yeah. made everything better DC's for Spider-Man posing for a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, it's not necessarily the stuff that was happening to me, but... I want to kind of talk to people about what's going on locally, mm. and it's all hilarious things. So, Fantastic. Other than that, the norm, as you've put it, is is the driving stuff and, and all that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, other than that, that's about me. That's my life. Very good. It's not much of one, but there we go. So, that's what we've done. Let's discuss what we've been playing. So Terry, looking mm. on here, we played some of very similar stuff. We played some video games. We did. Some of them apart, some of them together. Yeah. So let's have a look. Um, so I'll just cover the ones I played solo. So for reasons you were able to play out. Yeah. So I finished off Gears Two on my Jack Jones, which I was very sad about when I read this in the notes that you'd finished that without me. But you know what? I so. I had a really good time. Not the fact that you weren't there. But oh, I love you too. Right, okay, carry on. No, ju- just... It was proper brain-out, macho bullshit. Oh, it's great. It's oh, fantastic. I, yeah, I mean, there was some... 
you know what Call of Duty's turned into now, where you just got hmm. action scene after action scene after action scene. Yeah, that that's what Gears Two's like. And, Pretty much, yeah. And some of the some of the things that Coltrane comes out with, I was crying with laughter. It's it's some of the corniest shit in the world. It's kind of like um, expendable. How I put it? Yeah, it's kind of like um, when you look at eighties films and they're like being machismo, manly men. Yeah, and then you look at it like twenty, thirty years later, and you think, come on. Yeah, yeah. Like Commando, who took that film seriously back in the day? Probably everyone. Yeah. Nowadays, it's just corny as shit. But, yeah, yeah. you know, still awesome. But yeah, I had an absolutely fantastic time with it. Really enjoyed it. It's really got the juices flowing for the Gears games. Giggity. So I can't wait to play more. I've even downloaded Gears 3, which is currently sat on my disc. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. I good. have um, started and finished Bioshock Infinite. And wow. all the DLC. How How... On a scale of one to orgasmic, how orgasmic was that game, Darren? It was very, very good. It was not uh. what I expected. There were, <laughs> <laughs> there were, there were mechanics in it that I've not seen used elsewhere. Okay. You know the, um, should we say, bringing the things into existence? Sure. Yeah. Thought that was very clever. Mm-hmm. And it also give it kind of give me a sense of uh, tower defense almost. She's like, right, there are dudes coming from there. So if I make that gun a thing, then that's going to yep. take over those. And But Bioshock Infinite, on its own, very good, very good. Uh, very yep. interesting story arc. Um, very interesting ending. So much so that I actually I just take a step back and we're like, hang on, what the fuck has just happened? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that game, I remember, even when it first came out, was like, holy shit, that. The, the 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 it's safe to say that the twists and turns that that game takes is very out of nowhere. Yes, given no. what the other two in the series have been. Yes. Now, to be fair, there were there were one or two moments where I actually had to pause and think, "Hang on, what's happening right now?" So there was a being spoiler free because obviously, if I'm only playing it now, there are other people out there that haven't played it. Mm-hmm. There was. Okay. Through a mechanic, you or I should say through the story, you got to change where you were. Yeah. And although I followed most of it, it's just like, hang on, so are we back where we were meant to be, or have we gone somewhere else? If that makes sense. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And there was just that kind of stuff, but uh, but yeah, really, really good game. Now. Now. I'm gonna be ballsy here. Oh shit. Okay. And I will say. Buried at Sea is better than the main game. Wow. Okay, I've not actually played the DLC. Now, it's split into two parts. Mm-hmm. Part one, you play as the main dude. Okay. And you go through about three hours worth of story. And it tells a decent little story. There's familiar things in there. It's like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. But it's exactly the same game mechanics as you've played. Mm-hmm. You then play the second half as Elizabeth. Okay. Now, this totally changes up the game mechanic because slightly sexist, but because you're Elizabeth, you don't have melee strength. And you, uh, you also don't have the capacity to carry as much ammo. That's sexist. So, well, I'm not sure if it's sexist or it's just the way they could change it. But put it this way, if you, if you try melee somebody with the main dude, hmm. um, they go yep. down after a few smacks. If you do, if you do it with Elizabeth, um, you just kind of stun them. 
I mean, to be fair, in the main game itself, she's kind of pegged as yeah. a bit fragile. Yeah, yeah. But what they do, they add a stealth element to it. So because she can hardly carry any ammo, you then get stuff like trank darts and things like that. Ah, okay. And you've got to basically tiptoe around. Uh, you get one of the um, plasmids, which you can kind of see through walls. Right. So you can see where people are, so you can plan where they are. And if you take them uh. by surprise, you can take them out in one swing. But then you've got to move quickly because people then investigate the body. In fact, it it reminded me a hell of a lot like uh, Batman games. Sure, okay. So, you know, when you're going around a room, you, you're kind of bouncing around those uh, those points in the roof. You're kind of taking mm-hmm. somebody out, then you're going back up in the roof. And it, it's really clever. And the story, uh, the the Elizabeth story, adds so much to Bioshock 1 and 2. Okay. Um, I can't tell you any more than that without spoiling it, but if you're a Bioshock fan and you haven't played that DLC, do so. So what you turn around and saying, Terry, play that DLC. Yeah, pretty much. Because I've, I've still not played that. Mind you, I've still not played Minerva's Den yet, but... Oh, Terry. I know. It's backwards compatible and everything. I know. In fact, if you've got the rental, why don't, why don't you just get it? Because you get it in, like, two-disc pack, so you get them all. That is... That, yeah, mm. That's right, did. That is a good point. Huh. So, Terry, you and I have ventured onto our next chapter in our Gearbox gaming life. Battleborn, Darren. We have moved on to Battleborn. Battleborn. And you know what? It's not shit. You know, the people out there, mm-hmm. or should we call them sheeple? I don't know. You know, the people were pegging this game to be a bit pup. Yeah. Uh,. You know, coming out at the same time as Overwatch, I can kind of see why. Yeah. Because, I mean, we played a multiplayer match, and to be fair, it wasn't the best. No, I'm not going to say flat. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, compared to the fast, frenetic action of, of what Overwatch is. However, Darren, we don't come to Battleborn for multiplayer stuff. No. Pshaw. No, we come for the story. Yeah, and we enjoyed the story. The, the jokes were working. The, yeah. The, the combat was working. Uh, the, the, the team effort, uh, the reviving, all that kind of good stuff. It's everything we like from a Gearbox game. Guess what? Gearbox know how to tell like very silly, funny stories. And even though we only played the one level, which still took us over an hour to do. It did, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you've not got the Borderlands open world, all this, that, and other. But I think it, in a way, it kind of benefits from that because yeah. you've got the smaller... I say smaller. You've got the cl- enclosed environments compared to a Borderlands, but you can kind of pack it out a bit more dense and tell a, a stricter story Yeah. Um, throughout the narration throughout. But I, I really enjoyed what we played of that game. The good thing is, similar to Overwatch, it's got all the different characters. No one feels weaker than the other. They've all got their own you know like upgrades and uh, xp and all this that and the other to do but it it's interesting yeah I, i'm looking i'm looking forward to playing more of that game and considering we got it on the sales we got the deluxe edition was that 7.99 yeah or like seven quid or something wasn't much, yeah something though. like that but i i don't let's put it this way even though we only played the one mission plus the prologue stuff yeah I wasn't like, oh shit! I've just wasted. You know, it's like, oh, we've actually got a good deal. There's some depth to that because obviously you're you're ranking up all twenty five 
30 characters in that game. Yeah, well, I actually spent the following day doing research on the character classes and, and what does what and what all this, um, the advanced and, and easy and all the rest of it meant. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, I can see what they're doing here. This this makes sense. Playing with gentleman robot. Yeah, well, we still haven't used him yet, but he's No, but cool. he's in advanced. Oh, is he? He is cool. I believe he's in advanced. I think he's an advanced sniper. Right, okay. But he's a robot that wears a bowler hat. And he's French. Because why not? Because reasons. Yeah. Because why not, right? <laughs> so, looking on here, you, you seem to have been playing another Battleborn game as a guy. This is your fault. Because no, no, so you, I strictly said, Terry, do not this download is your, this game. But this is your fault. <laughs> because you told me that there are perks to playing this. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Fair enough. Um, Battleborn tap, Darren. Yeah. Do you remember a while ago I mentioned about um, a game I was playing called AdCap or Adventure Capitalist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you tap on the screen and numbers go up yeah. and things happen and stuff like that. So kind of put that into the Battleborn universe of, ooh, there are enemies. Right, okay, you've got characters. Right, okay, now what can I do? Well, if you tap on screen, you can help them defeat the enemies quicker. Oh, for fuck's sake, Fine. And I look like, do you know, like hackers on a TV show? Yeah. Like just tapping your fingers on the screen. Yep. That's all I was doing yep. for like about an hour, hour and a half straight, just looking like a dickhead. Just tapping my heart away and just watching numbers go up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that is Battleborn Tap, kind of. Well. That's the best way. Well. It's got a little bit more depth, but. Ew. So I, I've actually let this run now for a couple of days. I, I didn't prestige at level 30. Okay. So I thought, right, I'll just just let it go and just see just see what happens. Mm. So I'm currently like level. I don't know. I haven't checked it um, this morning, uh, but I think it was about level eighty six or so. Jeez, right. And okay. what's kind of interesting is you start off and it's just like right. So if you need another slot, that's an entire eight shards. And it's like eight shards. That's going to take me forever. And it's like <laughs> to unlock the next one. That, that's like that's like a million. It's like a million. Give over. That's going to take me forever. Yeah. And then when to unlock the last one. I think we're. I think it's something like seven trillion. I'm just like Jeez. give over. But just because I've got everything, because I've played games before, and it's just like right. So give them enough health so they don't die, and then mm. give them enough DPS so they can actually take things down in time, and just yeah. leave it ticking over. And I checked it this morning, and we're way past the trillion mark. We've got to a point now where the the currency. So it went. Um, so it went normal, then then thousand million trillion. Now it went to AA, then BB, CC, and I, right. I'm getting X amount of CC every morning. But it, it's just like, well, I, I'm not sure there's anything more the game can do for me now. But you'll still continue to have it installed, open it up once every so often, and give it the call that cash. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a sickness. Yeah, this yeah. is why I stopped playing Ad Adventure Capitalist because I'd be interested to see what you think about downloading that and doing the same thing because you basically tap on the screen and then you can buy shares in like this, that and the other and then it's like you make more money then you can buy another business and then buy shares in that and it's, man. So Battlebond Tap's a thing. Yeah, it's all right and, and apparently if you do stuff, I think if I understand correctly, if you unlock all the characters it then unlocks something in the main game. Right, okay. Which is just like an outfit or something. But you need that outfit that you'll never use on that one character that Absolutely. you never really play as. Yep. Yeah. 
That's how games work, right? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. And then just finally, we have both... We we played something called a demo. Now, this oh. is this is something that used to happen on the old consoles. And you know what? Bethesda have done it right. They've released a demo, and all of a sudden, everybody's got a semi for a game that they weren't really interested in. You know, it's funny that you say that, because uh, I likened it to... Do you remember back in today, hmm. Darren... When you used to buy a magazine, I mean, first off, disc. that's weird. Yeah, and you used to get a demo disc yeah, on the front. Yeah. I can remember that's how I got introduced to Metal Gear Solid. Was uh, they had that on like the PlayStation Greatest Hits, mm. and it was like the opening like half an hour hour of of Metal Gear, and that was like I need to play that game right now. And guess what? They've like you said, Bethesda have done it with Prey. Yeah, this was a game that. Looked okay. This was on the radar for a while. Yeah, yeah. Then you play the demo and you're like, holy shit. Holy shit. Well, it was playing that demo that made me get Bioshock. Yeah. Because it had a very much Bioshock feel to it. And I was like, actually, I quite like this. Mm. That demo's really good. I'm not sure I'd be able to play it, though, for much longer. Because there was those black squidgy things that were like spiders. And I was like, nope, (laughs) nope, nope. Yeah, those yeah those were pretty terrible. But you know, it's a bloody sizable chunk of a game. Uh, yeah. For a demo, it's it's a decent size. So you get first uh, hour, is it? Yeah, I mean, I've played over an hour of it. But so in, I was listening to uh, I was listening to a podcast, and they were saying about the fact that people had kind of opened up the demo a bit further than what was intended. Okay. Uh, in the sense that in one of the areas there's a bolt caster thing that's just like a it's like a nerf yeah sure. um arrow thing so what you can do is you can use that to it doesn't do any attack damage but you can use it to press buttons from a distance oh okay and i was looking at this one like security office and i'm thinking that's a, that's a that's a button there oh wait there's a little little window there and i managed to just hit the button Oh, cool. And just like go into the security office and kind of have a look around there as well. And there was another area where you fired an arrow uh, and kind of shot a door, and that opened that into another area. And that game's got some. It, it's it's good, Darren. It's definitely piqued my interest. So good to the point that I actually got the game. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and played 10 hours of it. Jeez. Uh, that was two hours Saturday night, and the rest of it was yesterday. Wow, okay. Uh, and I feel I've barely scratched the surface on that game. Really? So what I was hearing was uh, the the main game, if you play it kind of straight into the point, would take about 18 to 20 hours. Right, okay. Uh, I'm 10 hours in, and I'm just doing everything I can. So the one thing that the demo doesn't have is side missions. Okay, yep. So I currently have a list of one main mission and ten side missions to do. Nice. And you keep just racking them up and racking them up. And the good thing is they've all got objective markers on the screen. Fantastic. So you can see where roughly where everything is. Um, That game is really good. I had to sacrifice some games to trade in to buy it, including Horizon. Ooh. Uh, right. I've I felt kind of shitty about that. Uh but I feel it's worth it. 
Cool. Because I'm having a lot of fun with this game. And if you think that those little mimic spidery things are bad... Mm-hmm. Right. Some really bad ones. Genuinely <laughs> just got to shiver up my spine. And there's, some, there's some really bad ones. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not saying anything because this game is new. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone because this is one of those where you need to experience this for yourself. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, suffice to say that I genuinely think you got your next rental coming out to you so yes so i i sent back um bioshock today mm-hmm. and i was like right so they're gonna get back tomorrow so i've I basically got about a 12 hour window now okay to think oh well about 24 hour window to think what game do you want next so i've changed it about four or five times but currently currently we're on ukulele Interesting. Okay. Just for a brain out, light and fluffy, go collect stuff and jump things. Okay. Sure. Yeah, because uh, the only reason I say that is because I think if you're in that mindset of Bioshock, yeah, it, you know, providing that you're not kind of burnt out, kind of like you did with Uncharted, yeah, kind of burnt yourself out, I would have suggested get Prey because it feels very similar to, uh, well, you know from the demo anyway, yeah, but yeah. it's. That game is is something, and it just seemingly came out of nowhere. Given the fact that this is a reboot of a franchise that started back in 2007, I'm going to say. Uh, did you play the original I, Prey? I did. I completed it. I loved it. I, th- I thought it was okay. It was, it was pretty good. It, had to, it did some interesting things at the time. It did with gravity and things. And... and then everyone cried when the bounty hunter Prey 2 didn't come out. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to that one. So was everyone else, Darren. So mm. was everyone else. But I, I think that this is it. Bethesda have have done a really good job of putting their Bethesda spin on it and kind of making it into a Bioshock thing. But it's like it's like it's a Bioshock kind of cross Deus Ex. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of got the Deus Ex feel from it as well. There's a lot of stuff to that. It kind of feels in parts like Resident Evil, I suppose, but. There's, there's some intense bits in it and it's it's it all adds up into a really good game and the story's just super intriguing as well i mean you get a little snifter of that in the demo but in the main game it's like you, you're just gonna you're just gonna pull a bioshock on me this like the the story's going like a million different ways and you just don't know what's gonna happen next mm. and it's it's really cool that game is really good so i'm looking forward to playing more of that game awesome now, I'll tell you what I've been thinking. Um, I think we've spoke about this offline. So, hmm. going back a couple of episodes, all I was talking about was Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Mass Effect, Mass Effect. Oh, there's a new Mass Effect out. Yeah, and I still haven't played it. Now, hmm. there's a reason for that. I okay. am now very wary of getting a rental game, which could potentially have DLC. Sure. Just with the whole Uncharted thing, I can't believe that I got a second disc which didn't work with the first disc save. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So I thought, okay. right. So if I get, so I, I'm, I've now had my palate cleansers and I'm now ready for a big game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right. Well, I could get Mass Effect, but what if I get it and then some DLC comes out later and then I get the discs and then it doesn't work with my save and I'm just like, no. This is 2017, and we're still having to worry about this sort of shit. I know. So how is that a thing? So I'm thinking with with Prey coming out that maybe, just maybe, this week, PlayStation might have the deal of the week, which might be Mass Effect. Mm. And if it is, then I'll get it digitally because I, I think any game that I'm potentially going to go back to, I need to get digitally. Okay. 
just to be safe. I mean, generally, you buy digitally anyway. I do, but I, I try and use rental wherever I can. But it's just that I've been bitten. I, I'm, I'm really worried that if that DLC comes out for Horizon, that they yeah. haven't done that with the discs as well, because oh, as shit, much as I yeah. enjoyed Horizon, mm. having to start that from scratch just to play some DLC would be really annoying. Did you see that they've updated the photo mode to it? I have. That looks amazing. It does, and then it made me sad because it was like I, I realized that like after I'd got it, it was like, oh. oh, but I can't take any pretty pictures where she's holding up a heart to the camera and oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bugger. However, that doesn't mean that I can't get it later on down the line when there's a Horizon Definitive Edition and with all the DLCs and which works with a different that, serve. Yep. I hope it oh, it does. <laughs> Oh, don't ruin it for me, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Cool. Anyway, so that's what we've been playing. Let's discuss what we've watched. Checkpoint. So, Terry, mm. what have you been up to? Nothing. <laughs> oh, you mean what have I been watching? Yeah. Okay. So, um... I'm going to start with the TV stuff, which really isn't TV stuff, Darren. Okay. Uh, I've been going on to the web- this website, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Twitch. Hmm. That's going to be big, I heard. Uh, apparently so, yeah. Um, apparently people can make money off it. I don't know how it works, but there we go. Um, every- I say everyone. The internets have been going crazy about a game called Play Unknown. Play Unknown's Battleground. Yeah, so I've listened to a couple of podcasts this week, and a lot of them have mentioned it. So, this game looks just super cool. Yeah, and I've watched a couple streams this, uh, well, a few streams this this past couple weeks of just watching it. So this is the battle royale type thing, isn't it? This is the hundred people dropped on an island, and you've basically got to shoot fools in the face. But you've got to gather all of the stuff. You're given like basic clothes. You drop, and then it's like, right, okay, find weapons, find armor, kind of well, like clothes and stuff like that yeah and just go kill fools and you can drive into them and you can do all this stuff it's it looks super fun yeah i'm really really hoping that one of the one of the consoles at e3 will turn around and say by the way it's coming to console and i'll be like okay that's yeah i'll 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 give you money now that's cool i'm guessing if it was going to be one of the two i'm guessing it'd be xbox sure yeah yeah you know, it's because uh, they got their idea the Xbox stuff. So I've got a feeling because they've done that before. Um, so I really hope it comes to one of the consoles. Yeah. Well, I was listening to uh, Palish NPC podcast this morning, and mm-hmm. the majority of their show was talking about this, and it did it did give me a semi. It sounded really good. This is something that it feels like if it did come to consoles, because what you can do is you can go in solo, or you can go in as duo yeah. or a part of a team. So if, you know, we had some of Team Vague come in, you know, and, and just be what Team Vague do, you know, and, and just kind of literally just shoot the shit and just kind of have a laugh, I bet that could be a really good a really good time with that. So I, I really do hope that that comes to consoles. But I've been watching that, um, some a lot of that stuff, and there's some really fucking good players on that. Like, they've put a lot of time and effort into that game. Yeah. And then I've seen on the opposite end where it's just kind of the just having having fun and just fucking about and that's also looking really entertaining so sure yeah 
I I've I mean don't get me wrong I've got my gaming laptop and I have been twitching but I think I I know that I I want to play it on a console. Yeah, I understand. So I'm okay. I'm holding out so and let's face it we're less than a month away from E3, right? Or oh, right. just about a month yeah. to E3, so. So yeah. Um movies-wise. Mm. So you talked about this a while ago. Uh I believe that film that their film called Nerve. Ah, the the, the DTSX thing that I got. Yeah. I yeah. I liked it. It was it was kind of out there. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh wasn't so sure what to expect because it's on Netflix now. It is, um, yeah. Yeah. And it is one that was kind of one that I did want to watch and after you'd mentioned it as well and I thought, yeah, go on, I'll give I'll give it a go. You know, it's it's not bad. It's a bit different. Uh, yeah, I think I've, I likened it to the um, that Black Mirror episode with the social media. Yeah, that's the that's one. I can I can see the similarities to that. Yeah, but the whole kind of the way it's set up, um, it feels like Watch Dogs Two. And for anyone that's played it and seen this, they'll know what I'm talking about. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, just the fact that it's very like underground, but. There's so many people. Yeah, it yeah. baffles me that it, it's like the grown-ups don't know it's happening, <laughs> but yet there's like thousands of people stood on streets filming people do really stupid stuff yeah. and can't understand no, why. Nothing to see here. Yeah, and yet there's like literally hundreds of people with the phones taking videos of all these people doing really stupid things. Yeah. But it, you know what? I thought that was all right. It, like I say, it's a bit different to. It's. I don't really know what kind of genre film to put it in um, it's a bit of a difficult one is that one because it's not really action it's not it's not thriller it's kind of an action thriller modern day ish tech reality thing yeah stuff. um okay sure well yeah one of what you just said yeah um but yeah it, it was all right uh so I was, I was quite pleased that i sat and watched that one now i went to the cinema mm. And I watched that there, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Mm. You know what? It's a really, really good film. Compared to the first, better or worse? I really enjoyed this. It's on a par, if not better. Okay. So I, I liked the first one, but I thought there was a lot okay. of character building. So I w- I've been looking forward to the second one, thinking, right, they're going to be established. Let's get on with the story. Yeah. So this does that. Okay. This This establishes... You know the the already established characters. This this goes in directions. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to say in what kind of directions, mm-hmm. but they really work well with the characters that they've already built and build on top of that even more uh, in a new hijinks adventure that they all go on. Yeah. But kind of like the first film, it, there's a lot of heart to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like they had in the second. It's not just blowing up things and explosions and stuff. Um, they kind of ground a lot of, of the stuff in it. it. It's it's a nice way that they do a lot of the things. And uh, don't get me wrong, you've got the... It's basically like jokes popping off left, right, and center. Yeah. And, uh, although, I tell you something, it did grate me. And I don't know why it did, but basically me and a mate had gone to the cinema. And it was, it was like a seven o'clock showing. And there was a group of about five or six girls that sat in the row behind us. Okay. And they were cooing over Chris Pratt and how sexy he looked. Oh, and it's also got a green chick and a talking tree. And I'm like, oh, is this the sort of people that this film's trying to pull in? Right. Pulling a... I don't know. It just... It didn't wind me up. That's the wrong term to use. But I'm just like, 
face palm. What the fuck? He just came to watch a film for Chris Pratt. Yep. And that was it. Is, is that is that what the youths are doing today? That's the next generation, Terry. You passed it now. Uh, does it have to be this way? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being two generations old. <laughs> but it, it just re- it kind of like made my skin itch when they said, "Oh, it's got a green chick and a talking tree," and it's like, "Yeah, that's Groot and Gamari talk. You just just stop it, <laughs> just stop it." I'm surprised you didn't wait. Hang on, wait, wait. Right, listen, look, here's my phone. Let me just point these out. <laughs> Like, so this is Gamora, that's the green chick, so she does this, this, and this, and this. <laughs> yeah. The talking trees is Groot. He just says, I am Groot constantly, but, you know, I don't know, it's weird. Um, and how can you watch volume two without watching the first one? Right, I don't know. I don't know, Darren. I, I think it was just a case of they just wanted to go see Chris Pratt. Yeah. And that was about it. But other than that, yeah, it was it was really good. For, for the first time in a very long time, I've seen that cinema fairly packed out with people cool but yeah it, it's it's a given if you if you like the first one it, it definitely builds on that and more so, sure okay uh yeah it was, it was really good so yeah guardians of the galaxy i don't want to say too much but obviously you know a lot of people have seen this and i would encourage you mr darren to go and see guardians of the galaxy because mm. it's very good very good what about yourself i i've watched a couple of films okay now this one's gonna be controversial terry Darren, we, you know we don't do controversial. I watched on the a show. film and I didn't hate oh, it. No, you're just as bad as the girls that were sat behind me at the center. <laughs> okay. No, so I I've now watched uh, Assassin's Creed, the the movie. Now, but that shit, no, it's it's just not it's just not like the games at all. Right. So I I think I can honestly say <laughs> now that I'm very familiar with the Assassin's Creed universe because uh, apart from the last one, I've played them all. Okay. I liked what they did. So there's there's a lot of fan service in there. So mm-hmm. if you've been paying attention uh, during the games, then you'd be like, oh, I see what they're doing there, and I see what they're doing there. So you know in the games how we get Desmond, and he's laying on the mm-hmm. bed, and he just gets the thing over him, and you're there. You're into, you're into the zone. Into the animus. Into the animus. You don't get that in this. You They do it a very different way. So imagine a clamp around your waist, uh, like almost like a, um, this clamp kind of lifts up and you've got these screens that are surrounding him, almost like a hologram. So think like a a very aggressive holosuite. Is this kind of like that guy that we saw a Eurogamer a few years ago that was wearing a VR headset and he was strapped onto that thing that he was running on in a circle? Yeah, so imagine that, but it lifts you off the ground as well. (laughs) Right, okay. Uh, And that's their version of the Animus. Okay, but the the story that they covered was good. Mm. I, I seem to remember there was initial reports. Oh, well, he's never in the animus. Bullshit. About at least half the film is in the animus. Um, right. There are, as I've mentioned, there is a lot of fan service in there. There's a lot of backstory. If you've played the games, you'll get a lot out of it. Mm. Christina hadn't played the games, and to be fair, I had to pause it about five, six times. She was like, "What's happening now?" I'm like, "Ah, well, you see what." No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I can see the negative comments. If you've not played an Assassin's Creed game, a lot of it's going to be lost on you. Right, kind of like okay. um, how the Warcraft film was. That mm. that was mainly fan service. So if you hadn't played Warcraft, it it would a me- mediocre film. I guess this would have been as well if they hadn't had all the nods. 
is basically tickling the bollocks of the people that have seen it. Yeah. They, they know he's going to go see it anyway, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it successfully tickled my bollocks. It was really nice. Mm. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I, I, I liked what they did. Yeah. And cool. even Christina, with no history of it at all, she went, it was all right. <laughs> right, okay. So it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We sat and watched a film yesterday. wasn't what I expected, but it was interesting anyway. Right. A film called A Monster Calls. Okay. So Tell me about that. So if you watch the trailer, it's, it's about a young boy. And he has got, should we say, a friend, which is a massive tree. Uh, okay. Uh, imagine, so think of Optimus Prime in the Transformers films. As a tree, mm-hmm. interacting what? with a small child. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Not in any weird way, you perv. No, I, d- I didn't mean that. I, I, I'm kind of thinking to myself, uh, have you seen The Iron Giant? No, but I, I expect it's very similar. Uh, is it like BFG? Um, Again, not yet seen that, but I assume it's very similar. You've seen the cartoon, I've right? Seen the, I've seen the cartoon, yeah. That's the only one I'm talking about. Uh, well, no, there's been a, a, a remake. I don't. Thing. I don't. There's a, there's uh, a cartoon. Okay. Yep. Yep. So yep. with Peter okay. Dragon. Yep. But, yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so you've got Liam Neeson in it. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got Scorny Weaver in it. It's oh, okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's it's an interesting way of dealing with a real world thing. Um, right. It, to give you a bit of context, you know, do you ever see Pan's Labyrinth? No. Uh, you aware of Pan's Labyrinth? I am aware of Pan's Labyrinth, Kind of yes. like a, a serious, more arty version of, uh, should we say, like Alice in Wonderland, something like that. Sure, yeah. Um, so it's very similar kind of style to that, very stylized and, and pretty mm-hmm. cool. Pretty cool. We, okay. we sat and watched it. it we, we thought it was going to be some, some kiddie type film with a, a, a tree monster friend that kind of thing, but it, it right. actually got quite dark in places. Did the tree thing die at the end? I'm not saying anything. Okay. But, yeah, quite interesting. Quite interesting. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, TV-wise, so so my, my time-spewing portal machine seems to have been working this week. Uh, yes. So we have managed to burn through an entire season of Helix on Netflix. Holy shit, Okay. Yeah, so Helix, uh, Netflix, there's two seasons up there. We got through the first one because it was just very Moorish. We actually managed to burn through 10 episodes in a day. <laughs> I mean, if you can do, why not, right? That was uh, the bank holiday. So, it, to be fair, we did have a bank holiday in between recording. Uh, These like 40, 50 minute episodes? Uh, yeah, about 45 minute episodes. Okay, sure. But we, we, we were just flicking through Netflix. It was about tea time on, on the Sunday of the bank holiday. And we were like, oh yeah, let, let's give that a go. We watched one. Then watch the next one. I'm like, ooh, next one, and next one. And it was like, oh, yep. this is actually quite cool. <laughs> Quick synopsis: uh, CDC are called to a remote uh, research station because okay. a guy has been potentially infected with a thing. Because reasons and things. Yeah, and on the surface, that's where it is. But it's there are layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. And when you think you know what's happening, it's just like, ha, 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 what about this? And you're like, oh, fucking hell, that's crap. <laughs> um, but to be honest, I was looking at it, and uh, one of the exec producers, uh, Ronald D. Moore, mm. uh, he's the guy that was behind uh, BSG. He did quite a lot of Voyager, DS9 episodes. 
So, uh, it obviously, he's done a lot of other stuff as well, but that's what I know him from. Uh, but really good. Uh, there was only 13 episodes in in that first season, and we absolutely mm. powered through it. Loved it. You've not done too bad there, Darren. No. Let's see. Better Call Saul, four episodes into that season. Now we are getting very good. Uh, I like season one and season two. Uh, season three is... We've got to be very close to the Breaking Bad timeline. Oh, okay. Um, right. Because, again, we're getting a shitload of fan service now. Uh, so if you're a Breaking Bad fan, um, now we start to get crossover of characters like, oh, fucking hell, it's him. Or it's, oh my God, it's it's that. Or it's just like, shit, where are we in the timeline? This has got to be really close. Mm, so you're expecting Walter White to walk through the door any second now? Either that or there's got to be some reference or something because some of the characters that are in play were in Breaking Bad. Right, okay. So that's going to be interesting. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lucifer's back. It did something good. I was very worried that the good thing about Lucifer was there was this Lucifer being Lucifer, and he wants this woman, and can't have this woman. And it was there was a whole will they won't they, mm-hmm. and it gave hints uh, when it broke for the mid season break that there might be a thing. And I was like, ah, shit. Whenever that happens, then that whole relationship breaks, and and it just gets on to the episode of the week. He was really invested in friends back in the day, wasn't you? The Ross and Rachel will they will won't they? Maybe. <laughs> wow. But anyway, J- Jenny Friston, <laughs> man. I mean, um, you know what? Go back and watch some Friends. Do I have to? Yes. In fact, no, if, I, if you put it on E4, it's probably on right now. Probably, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. You know that, that she's bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Anyway, is that the only reason you watch Friends? What Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they were just watch it with the sound off right? <laughs> and a box of tissues. <laughs> oh, sticky, icky, icky, sticky. Yeah. So Lucifer's back. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, that's good. And then just finally, we've uh, we've picked. So instead of going to season two of Helix, I just thought, right, um, let's just try something else and then we'll come back. Mm-hmm. So I've started watching Bates Motel. Now, this is... So I've never seen the original film, Psycho, um, which it's based on. Ooh. Right, okay. So, But all I do know from that is you've got... There's a hotel. Um, you've got a mm-hmm. dude that has a knife and woman in shower and screaming and stuff and, and he's got some wait 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 yeah it's the music that they play yeah when they're... and i know he's yeah. i know he's called norman bates and i know he had a unhealthy relationship with his mother mm-hmm. that's all I need... you basically know the film then yes that's all i need to know what this does is kind of what scream did so it's it, it's doing a prequel to the film in modern day time so you had me up to the point of where you said it was like what they did with Scream. No, but they're doing this good. It, but the th- right, okay. I'm not going to go on about Scream too much, but that first season was amazing. Was amazing, Darren. Yeah, it was. And then the second season happened. You quite like that up until one point when somebody. I died. thought it was. Oh, yeah, I was very sad when she died. Um, yeah. I don't know if I can go back for season three. However, if they do this right, that could be that could be pretty good. So what it's got in it for me is I I love these crime dramas where you've just got crime of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry, not crime of the week. So there's there's an entire season where they're uncovering a, a murder, 
shall we say right and each week you get you'll have like the ongoing story but there'll be like drip feed new information about this 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 murder or whatever it's like oh no they found x or will they find the blood there or you know that kind of thing okay and then the last episode ended with a a knock on the door and it was a please i'm like oh my god and then Christy's like, yeah, I've got to go up at half five in the morning. And I'm like, oh. But just one more episode. Yeah, and it is very Moorish. Um, if she wasn't right. away this week, we'd have burnt through that. But there's, uh, I think it's four seasons. Oh, bloody hell, right, okay. And that's not in the world, that's four seasons of this. Oh, right, okay, right. Oh, you blew my mind there for a second then, and then you just brought it back around to Bates Motel. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But I can I can highly recommend it. Uh, four episodes in, and I'm very intrigued. Hmm. There's a lot of little subplots going off, and it's just like, oh, okay, you go in there. So I've not seen it, but apparently Hannibal's also pretty good for that as well. Yeah, so I think that's on one of the streaming services as well. I'm I'm sure I've seen it on one of them. It probably Amazon. I don't think I've seen it on the Netflix, but I could be wrong. Mm. But apparently that's okay too. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we've watched now, Terry. I challenge you yes. to go and watch the 1987 classic <laughs> Rita Sue and Bob 2. Terry, tell me about your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so when we turned Skype on to record this, mm. uh, I was listening to the Rita Sue and Bob 2 theme music. Mm. It's very easy to remember because it just the lyrics are just Rita Sue and Bob 2. What's all you need? Exactly. If he's never been to Yorkshire, <laughs> specifically Bradford, yeah. um, this will teach you to stay away from Yorkshire and probably Bradford because uh, it doesn't really seem to have changed much. So, um, what what kind of films are you getting me to watch these days? It's just so the reason we went for this. from Reservoir Dogs to this. <laughs> so I don't know why. I, I I think it was one of those things. So. Occasionally, iTunes have oh uh, limited time. Get these films three ninety nine. Why do they have that? I don't know. Why? So I was looking through them and I was like, oh, I've not, I've not watched that in a while. So I watched this trailer, and I was just giggling all the way through it. I was like, that's what Terry's watching next. Right. Okay. So, uh, do you fancy a jump? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> so at this point, I mean, this was out in eighty seven. I probably watched it when I was about fifteen. How awkward was that? Um, it was kind of relevant because that that that's what hairstyles were like then, you know. So all the lasses at school look like that. You know, I'm not talking about the hairstyles, Darren. Oh, okay, I'm talking about the fact that there's like an older dude that these these two girls, Rita and Sue, um, babysitters. Uh, the guy's name's Bob, by the way. Um, you know, you let's put it this way. For those people that have seen this, you know that they couldn't film that these days because... Yeah. Yeah, you just couldn't. Um, do they actually establish how old those two are? Sco- I know they're in high school, but... Um, I, I always assume they were in sixth form. Right. So okay. on, the, on, the, on the right side of the fence, shall we say. Well... <laughs> kind of. Now, I, I was telling you before we started recording, I think... I may have seen this back in the day, and I'm talking like early to mid nineties. So it didn't kind of, it didn't, you know, I didn't trigger with me until kind of part way in, 
when he's like jumping them uh, on the Mars. What the fuck is this film? I, I don't really. Know. It's I just, it's just about a filthy pervert that gets away with like two fucking babysitters. Yeah, and then his wife leaves him at one point, and they come from broken homes because you know Bradford, uh, Bradford, uh, and Yorkshire. And then, like, one of them moves in, and then the other girl gets with an Asian guy, uh, this Asian guy that's been super-duper polite and really nice to him and all this, that, and the other. And then he turns out to be an aggressive asshole that just fucking slaps him, and then he threatens to, like, overdose, and they dare him to, and then weird stuff happens. Yeah. It's just a really weird film from top to bottom. I, I, It's very difficult for me to explain kind of my thought process other than the fuck, what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, well, the, the actual fuck. So, um, but I, I think it's just the way it's been filmed. I mean, there, there's a certain point where um, one of them has been, air quotes, jumped in the back seat, and the other one's <laughs> in the front seat just with her arms folded. So it's my turn yet. <laughs> well, it's the one where they get her to like fucking. One of I, I one of the scenes was like um, like he's trying to give one of them a jump, and like she's got her legs crossed, like stuck out of the window, and I'm thinking, how's that work? That's <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? It's weird. It's a comedy. It is. Yeah. It it it, it, yeah. it takes you back to a simpler times. It certainly does something. Um. <laughs> But it's just that ending bit when they fucking fall out with him and then they, like, storm out and then he's off to bed. You took your time! And then they're just back to having jumps, but actually in a bed now. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird. <laughs> There's more naked man-ass than I expected to see out of a film called Free Soon Bob 2, but... um, Yeah, there's some familiar faces in this film as well, which I was quite surprised at. Mm. Uh, Leslie Sharp, I believe. Okay, yep. Um, but yeah, the, the disgruntled wife who knows that he's having it away with uh, the previous babysitter but doesn't realise it's them two that he's having it away with. Yeah, It's just weird how it's... Because it kind of just gets into it. It just starts out where they're babysitting and he's like, you know, talking, like driving them somewhere and he's talking about erections and... All this that. Have you ever seen a Johnny? And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus, he's a Johnny. Oh, God. He's got his... Pa- oh, no, it was... Uh, have you ever seen a Jurex before? And it's like, oh, Brandon, cool. At least you got some money from this film from <laughs> sponsoring by Jurex, I suppose. But what yeah. the fuck? Uh, yeah, this is a very weird film. It was... I was laughing at the appropriate moments and was like... It was one of those where when they were jumping... Uh, together, I'm just like it was kind of cringe. Yeah, yeah. Worthy. It was. It was a bit weird, but kind of seeing it in the context of 2017 as opposed to 1987. Yeah, yeah. It was very weird to see how different things are these days. Still wrong back then. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, but these days that film wouldn't be a thing. No, no, not at all. Um, however, uh, it was quite funny, but it paints a really depressing picture of Yorkshire. <laughs> it does, yeah. And Bradford hasn't changed much, so that's all good. <laughs> cool. So I'm going to change it up. Your next film is uh, it's a it's a classic. It's uh, it is a Christmas film. Um, or I should say it's got Christmas elements in there. But Fair I think enough. once you've watched it, it will probably go on the pile for you to rewatch at Christmas. Die Hard. No, your next uh. film is Trading Places. Okay. Eddie Murphy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Dan Aykroyd. In his peak, okay. Both of them in their peak. Okay, that that could be pretty good. Because, um, yeah. like, 2017 Eddie Murphy's probably... Not... That could be a different film altogether, so... Yeah, so, uh, again... I, I I don't know why. Um, as a youngster, we used to watch this pretty much every Christmas. It was uh, it was another one of those films that I know pretty much every single line to. Ah, uh, okay. So I'll be very interested to see what you think. I, I still to this day I think it's a very good film. Okay. That's um, cool. I think a lot of the elements will have changed just based on the subject matter, but but we'll see what you think. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Yeah. So, Terry, that's what we've watched. Let's discuss what we've read. Checkpoint. Okay, so I can see here that we've done a couple of things the same. And yes. we have done some things separate. So, let me just quickly whistle through <laughs> the separate things stuff. Okay. Yeah. That was that was a sentence. That was a thing that happened. <laughs> Yeah. We've done some things the same and some things differently. Okay. Yep. So that is how you sum this up. So I I've now listened to that alien audiobook that you suggested that Into the Shadows, Out of the Shadows, Out of the Shadows. Out of the Shadows, yeah. Um really enjoyed it. Uh really well produced, good story. Only problem with prequels is you know that if people are in fear of death that they're not mm-hmm. going to be dead. Yeah. So that that was my only problem with it, and maybe there was a little bit too much. Without going to spoilers, uh, story narration. Yeah, that was kind of the main issue I had with it. I mean, like the prequel stuff didn't bother me that much because hmm. it told its own kind of it it told its own story, and that was kind of intense in its own right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the narration stuff was kind of a pain at times because it was it would just break the flow up of the audio it drama it kind of felt like it, they kind of moved back into like just book territory yeah so i mean the story f- was flowing fine um i was getting all the story but for for some reason the last should we say hour um that the story got interrupted pretty much after every scene for an update it ramps up constantly yeah, yeah and i was just like mm. uh, but apart from that I, I really enjoyed it i'm looking forward to the next one really did enjoy that i've uh, i finished the missing richard simmons interesting still not a major fan of the the documentary maker the the guy who went after it, it, it uh, i'm pretty sure he went after some publicity um, right okay I, I kind of um echo what anthony said on scottercast uh which was that richard simmons didn't own this guy anything mm-hmm so he was kind of going into it like, oh, yeah, we've not seen him in ages. He never phones me, da 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 And I thought he'd kind of put himself on a pedestal. Right, okay. But it was what it was, but it was interesting. Uh, if you've got any interest in Richard Simmons, then this is an interesting take on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you just want to quickly go over the things that you've read? Yeah, uh, so I started listening to Alien River of Pain. Oh, the next which one. Which is okay. the next one. Ah. I, I'm about 45 minutes into it. Okay. Uh, it's still got the same production values. Okay. Uh, this is telling a different story. Can't really say where or what or stuff. Um, it's all right. 
it's it's all right. It's it's not gripping me as much as um, Out of the Shadows did. Okay. However, that's not to say that it won't, because it is. I mean, without the shadow, it's a bit of a slow burn up to a certain point, and then it just kicked off. Yeah, yeah. So I can kind of see where this is gonna go. Okay. Uh, with certain things, and it's like right, okay, uh, and hopefully it will it will kick into high gear. So I started listening to that because I'd pre-ordered. I think I'd mentioned before I'd I'd pre-ordered that because um, that first Alien audiobook was or audio drama was really good. Yeah. I really like that a lot. So, uh, yeah, this hopefully will pan out to be much the same. Cool. And then on my Leeds trip, I did actually buy some comic books. Now, I've only had a chance to read one at the moment. Okay. That one was Motor Crush. Okay. It's not bad. It's all right. It's pretty good. There's only the one issue out, I believe, at the moment. And it's basically, how can I put it? Road Rash meets MotoGP mixed with a little bit of cyberpunky stuff. Hmm. Okay. I don't I don't want to spoil the actual story itself, but it's got elements of kind of a rollerball? Uh, uh I don't on... know that reference. Okay. It's it, like I said, there there are key things in there kind of like Road Rash. It kind of feels like the um like a future kind of like um Do you know with Starship Troopers when it used to have the adverts pop up and it would you like to know more? Yeah sort of thing uh it kind of has those in some of the panels and and some of the stuff comes up but uh yeah it's all right the art style is really nice the the story is kind of intriguing as to where that's going next so, so running man yeah <laughs> it's not like <laughs> okay. a, it's not like a dystopian it's not like a dystopian like death thing okay that's just kind of like an underground thing that's going on right okay. while other things are going on um it's all right. It's 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 not bad. It, I might pick up the next issue or two and, and see how it gets on because I'm, I'm I am intrigued to see where the story is going after the first issue. So yeah, cool. Um, but the the kind of the other one uh, now, you'll slap me for this. I listened up to, and started listening to the last episode, but didn't finish. Um, mm. of S Town. That's not a problem. You got you you got me onto this one. Yeah, well, so again, um, it, in, in some weird... So this is going to be very weird for the listeners. So mm-hmm. we're recording the last Scutter cast on Wednesday. So I'm, okay. I've am i been getting recommendations for podcasts for the last uh, couple of weeks. So I've then mm. been going to listen to them, telling you about them. We're talking about them here, which yeah. they'll then be record on, recommended on the Scutter cast in about two, three weeks' time. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so... Okay. So anyway, from those initial recommendations, that's where I'm getting this. So there was S Town, and then I was listening to Midlife Gamer, and uh, Darren was on about S Town as well. And I thought, well, that's two people that are suggesting this is good. So yeah, you should probably give it a listen. Yeah. To, yeah. So yeah, had a listen. So it's done by the serial people in a serial kind of style, and being spoiler free, you get a email letter or phone call in from from a dude just saying listen there was a murder that happened in this town it's just been swept under the carpet please come and investigate and see if you can do something with it and as he's there things happen things unfold and stories go in different directions and i found that pretty intriguing yeah the bit that i didn't like was there were many paths starting to be explored so pretty much each episode covered uh, should, we, should we say a new story? So there, there was a, a new focus on each episode. Yeah. And for me, nothing got resolved. 
Right, okay. So the the initial thing that they went in to see, the, there was nothing about that. There was, you've done a particular scene where there, uh, I should say a particular episode where being spoiler free, there's potentially buried treasure. Yeah. Never answered. Um, and the, mm. the only question they do answer, which is going to get answered in the one you're on, is regarding his sexual preference. And Is that really it? Yeah. The the open so, right okay again without talk with talking spoiler free, they open so many avenues it, to so many different things. Yes, I would have thought that because I thought that with them mentioning all this that another that this last episode would tie everything which, up kind of in the neatest bow they could. That's what I hoped for as well. I was like, all oh, right, so they're going to say that they found this and they did this and and this was this and we got in touch with so and so. And I thought, oh, brilliant, all tied up in a little bow. But then I thought back to serial. Uh, uh, both both seasons, and it was just like they didn't get concluded either. I know, but that was different because that was more like an ongoing thing that was happening yeah. at the time. So that that I can kind of excuse that one, but this was the way that they talk. Um, is kind of about twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, as as things had really ramped up, yeah. and he was kind of talking in a past tense with some of the stuff that had happened. Yeah. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. By the way, this, this, and this is going to happen. And it's like, right. So you know what's going to happen. So this happened ages ago. So th- these things have come to a conclusion of some variety. Mm. Um, Right. I'm kind of, oh, okay. I-, I mean, I've only got the one episode to listen to, so I'll finish it. But that's kind of shitty that they leave all these things up in the air. And, uh, I mean, I'd, mm. I seem to remember with Serial that if you went onto the website, you could then get more information. So I'm yeah. not sure if they've done that with this. I, I, I've not gone to the website and be like, oh, yeah, and just let you know so-and-so was found there. And da, 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 da. I did, and no, it doesn't. Uh, right, okay. It just basically tells you the, the chapters and that sort of stuff. Because like you said, with Serial, it had, you know, photos, yeah. evidence. Yeah. It had all this, that, and the other. It kind of built things up a little bit. And like you say, updates, this doesn't really have anything. Yeah, which is a pity because it was an intriguing story. But it, it, it's almost like watching a film and switching it off in the last 10 minutes. Mm. So. That's a bummer, is that? But yeah, intriguing, intriguing. Um, uh, one thing that I shouldn't have laughed at, but I just kept laughing is, um, so the, you know they're on about the, the, the uncle or the brother or something, the, the the guy who got shot in the face and they left the bullet in there. Oh, when you can hear him in the background. Yep. <laughs> 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 I kind of felt like they did that purposely. Yeah, uh, they, surely they could have recorded it somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to just have in the background do that—that that was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, is he going to give something away that he's, he's not supposed yeah, to? Yeah. By just kind of. So I was kind of focused on him as well. <laughs> that was quite funny, though. I, you don't, you shouldn't feel bad for yeah. for laughing at that. Or maybe you should. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, did, didn't he go and knock on a door and it was the wrong person or something? So they shot him in the face. Or so, it was some, something. It something random. It's like, like the that. most backwards fucking redneck American town, thing. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, yep. I don't know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I think the guy that narrates it, he kind of had a little bit of a chuckle in his voice when he's talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Just like how ridiculous the whole thing is, so yeah, I, we shouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I kind of wanted um, some of the stories to be 
at least just give a, a 30 seconds at the end. You know, like when you get on a film and you get all the credits rolling, it's just like, oh, so-and-so went on to do so-and-so, and so-and-so went and do so-and-so, and so-and-so got yeah, yeah. so-and-so. I wanted that, just just to conclude it, but it just left everything wide open. That sucks. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I must admit, I'm kind of looking for my next serial fix my next making a murderer fix i know there is a new one starting up on netflix this month oh cool um which looks very similar to uh making a murderer but it's so more kind of i hope it's more like conspiracy theorist kind of sure a lot of stuff going on so that but i want it in a podcast form yeah yeah and i keep on itching to go back to listen to that first season of serial because it was really good it was yeah yeah uh, but I'm kind of looking for something new. So if anyone's got any recommendations of anything like that that they can think now, of. Now, funny, if you do look on the the iTunes uh, chart, mm. the, there's something on there. I, I can't remember the name. Um, maybe okay. Conviction saw- or something. Just look at the top of the charts and the comments on it, the reviews are the next serial, question mark. Ooh. Okay. So Convicted. Maybe have a look at that. Because I think S-Town was number two and this other thing was beating it. Yeah, this this one called Convicted. Yeah. Um, so if you look at the comments on that, people are suggesting the next serial. Mm, okay, that's fine. Maybe I'll have to have a listen to that. Mm, cool. Cool. So Terry, mm. it's time for the reading corner. You suggested we go and read a comic called Why the Last Man. And that's exactly what I'm asking myself. Why? Really? Did I reckon? Uh, it's all right. So I thought it was done in quite a clever way. I think it was kind of ballsy. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I, I know when you when you recommended last week or the, the other week, you were like, oh, what would you do if you were the last man alive? And I thought this could go one of two ways. It's either going to be, it's either going to be like the sex criminals where man's got a glowing schlong, and he's just sorry what, and it such profane language, and he's just jumping all the ladies. Oh God! <laughs> oh God, no! Um, so I thought it could either go that way, but I was quite interested in the way that it went. Mm. I read the entire uh, the unmanned, so right okay. up to the point where they were going to go elsewhere to do stuff. Okay, um, sure. But yeah, I, I quite liked it. Mm. Ballsy writing, suggesting that if if there are no men around, women will just turn into bitches and feminists. Also, by the looks of it, it, it felt kind of sexist to me in the sense that, oh, the power's out. It's like, you're telling me that yeah, I yeah, yeah. do that sort of stuff. Just very weird stuff like that. It was just like, did... Did men, uh, is it men only that do all this, that, and the other? Because I'm pretty sure you could get the shit yeah, running exactly. still. I mean, to, to be fair, like, most what? of the systems are automated <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just felt very weird because it's just like, uh, that's not and realistic, that's really though. Ballsy because, I mean, it was like a post apocalyptic world just because all the men wiped out. Mind you, it did have the woman, the pregnant woman in the first light issue um... where she was going to, she had a clone in her stomach. Yes, yeah. So it kind of is like an alternate. That's a spoiler for anyone that hasn't read that, but it's yeah, very minor. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. I quite liked it. Um, I, I read it all in one sitting. 
I thought okay. it was a bit harsh that the, the the I can't remember what they call them. There was there was like a group of feminists which were cutting off their breasts. Mm, and, yeah, and there remember. was there was a certain scene where uh, a relation to him was there with just a big scar across the chest. Like, oh, that's that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, because that's what happens when all men die. The women lose their minds. As I said, ballsy writing. Um, yeah, right. I mean, because I wasn't so sure because I read the first issue and I'm thinking, right, okay, got a lot of talk about mm. politics here. I'm thinking, what's going on? And then it kind of did the call, like, five minutes to this, four yeah. minutes to this, three, and, you know, it kind of tied back to the beginning of the issue when the woman is basically just going to blow yeah, her yeah. brains out. It's just a happen to, it was a realisation of it's happened to everyone, but do you think they would really give a shit? Yeah, probably not. I think, no. Um, I, I like the fact that they had the monkey as well. So that had, like, a comedy element. Because the monkey was like yeah, flinging shit, it, and it it was as, as the time <laughs> progressed that he'd actually managed to train the monkey and stuff. Yeah, it it was okay. It I I was joking when I said why would I suggest yeah. this, but it just wasn't what I was expecting initially. But it kind of came into its own. Which you were is expecting good. boobies, weren't you? No, <laughs> you were hoping for. No, I'll. However, I did pick up a comic book the other day that is just boobies and just. Mm-hmm. Full on, is it like naughty, so or? we'll see how that goes. <laughs> how did you know? You've, have you ever heard of something called Vis? I have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a comic book called "There's Nothing There." Um, okay. I was intrigued by the cover and like just had a quick look in the comic book shop. It's like, oh, I see boobs, uh, but it could be potentially interesting. Then again, it might not be. But yeah, cool. We'll see. Who knows? Why the yes man? The last man, sorry. It was, yeah. It was yeah. okay. I'm surprised you liked it, to be fair, but, you know. I, I liked I liked the, the, the dude. Uh, I liked his character, and I liked the comedy with the monkey. Mm. Um, yeah. It's yeah. very, very simple. Kind of, yeah. It was fine, yeah. Speaking mm. of simple, Darren, tell me if you've heard oh. this one before. Do you, do you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm aware of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I didn't ask you if you was aware. I asked if you liked the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have all the films, even the original ones. And I currently watch the okay. um, cartoon on uh, Cartoon Network. So, do you like Batman? Hang on, haven't we had this? No, this is a different one. So, there's, there's a different crossover. Yes, there is. So, take Batman from Batman the Animated okay. Series. Take the Ninja Turtles from the Nickelodeon okay. series. Oh, Nickelodeon, that was it, not Comedy Central. Yeah, no. Comedy Central. It wasn't on there either. <laughs> You know what I mean. Yes, this is the Batman from the Batman Adventures and or the animated series and the Ninja Turtles from the Ninja Turtles series. But let me Go blow on. your mind, Darren. Unlike the other one where the Turtles are brought into Gotham, what if all of the uh, the villains from Arkham disappeared into the Turtles' New York? Which is essentially Gotham, but okay. <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a five-issue okay. thing. So it's going to take you about 10 minutes to read through it okay. all. So the, ne- the next one is Batman slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. Okay, I'm happy with that. It was the one that we saw like saw the picture of, and it was like, holy shit, they've got a cartoon coming. It turns out, by the looks of it, it was just the right, comic okay. book. But that's still fine. I, I do like that Batman. Um, I, 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 but in fact, they're all on Amazon Prime, I think, um, the, the animated series. 
Oh, really? Yeah, they were good. Mm. And that, Terry, was the reading corner. Cool. Um, right. Well, we've just got the one section left, and that is Terry's job section. Terry. Yeah. Tell us how you're getting on with the job. Uh, okay. It's going okay. good. You, you've actually you you found your CV. You, you've sent it to people. I wrote it in crayon. Fantastic. Uh, well, you know, you've got to stand out, right? <laughs> you've got to stand out. You've got to do things a little bit different, right? So mm. you write it in big red letters in crayon. Right. You're all good. You're all good. And it's all good. Uh, no, I. In all seriousness, it's it's actually going all right to the point of where I have an interview tomorrow. Well done. I'm not saying anything specific because I don't want to jinx anything. Okay. Um, but things are looking up? Question mark. Um. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I I I don't want to speak in. I'm going to speak in broad terms. Okay. Um. But this is a damn sight better than where I was a couple week ago. It is. Yeah. The hesitation there leads me to believe that that's not the case, but sure. No, 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 no. So a couple of weeks ago, it was just like you'd done nothing, and now you've done something, and now you have an interview. Just just think, if you'd applied yourself before. Are you telling me I don't apply myself, Darren? Yes, you don't. Uh, Prove me uh, wrong. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the reading corner. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, you know, two weeks. That's not bad. Not I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not being like all arrogant or anything like that because I'm as shocked as the next person. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it could be interesting. But we'll, like I say, we'll see what happens and hopefully everything goes okay. If it doesn't, I kind of feel good about the fact that you know I've got to this point already. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well but done. yes, things are going in a forward motion and things are going good. Hopefully. Cool. Well, that's it for this episode. If you want to send us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. If you want to go to the slightly stagnant website... Um, that will have a big boost in content coming soon. I'm sure it will. Hopefully. It's checkpointdone.com. Um, from there, you can get to our YouTube channel. Go and have a look on Bear. And if you want to find us on our personal Twitters, I'm at d 51 Tour, And Terry is at foxhounder01. That's me. So until the next episode, goodbye. Goodbye.